Hello. Bonjour. Salam alaikum. Nehao. Guten Tag. Yasu. Toast. Salamat sejahtera. Hola. Edu. Hello and welcome back to Nick Meets World, a journey across the world that sees me, Nick Hardings, meet and greet with someone from every single country on the planet. At least that's the plan. I'm sure you're well aware of it by now. Um, And I just want to be talking with people about what's so great about their country, what might not be so great as well, what it's like growing up there, what it's like compared to here in the UK. And um, the next guest that I have and the country that they're from really is a positive, happy place. And I think that's going to come across to you in the episode. Um, her name is Isabel Muller-Eithammer. And I'm really sorry, Isabel, if I've pronounced that incorrectly. I probably have, I'm not going to lie. And she's from Norway. And it's a great feel-good episode this week. And I hope you enjoy it. So, hello, Isabel. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you very much for coming in to talk to me. I know you've been quite busy as well, so I really appreciate your time. And yeah. I hope the listeners appreciate the time as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first of all, you're from Norway. Yes. Yes, and please tell me as much about your hometown and where in Norway you're from. So I'm, I'm born in Oslo, so I have like the city dialect, I guess you can say. But I grew up in the mountains, actually. It's a place called Hemsedal. It's um, the second largest ski resort in Norway, actually. So we're known for our skiing and mountains and anything outdoorsy. So that's where I grew up. It's a very small village. It's like 200, 300 people who really? live there. It's wow. very tiny, something like that. I might get that wrong, but it's very sp- small village anyway but it seems bigger because there's always so many tourists there because it's quite a popular place to come visit and it's right between Bergen and Oslo so also if you want to go see the fjords that's like an hour's drive away so we kind of have it all I guess it's quite nice yeah that sounds like if God could create a place to live already (laughs) that sounds like what he would make or she would make sorry yeah um is it like quite a remote area to live in as well than if there's only that many people living there partially yeah Uh, I remember when I went to school I had to take the bus to like a different village half an hour away and there would only be two buses home every day and I usually had like you know free free classes off and whatever and then you'd have to wait two hours just to go home before you had your license this is um so in some ways it is um there's no train station or anything like you have to go to the same village where I went to school and then go up but um because there's so many people coming in and out all the time, it doesn't feel as like closed off as some other places in Norway who are complete, you know, desolate. No one gets there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, typical mountain village, I would say. Yeah. Okay, so when you step out of like your front door back home, is, is it just like stepping into a scene from a postcard or something? I guess some people feel that way. But I feel for home, me, it's home. like home. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see. <laughs> But it, it, I've got this kind of romantic view of the Scandinavian countries yeah. in that they're all just picturesque, full of really welcoming, lovely people who just like go out skiing all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, it's pretty po- spot on. Like uh, nature, I think, is a big thing in, in Norway. We all go hiking and skiing. And as soon as the kids out of the womb almost, you put them on skis. As soon as they can walk, most people start cross-country skiing when they're like one and a half years old. Um, and downhill skiing maybe when they're two or three years. So it's a big part of our culture. And where I live especially, it's, it's you know, almost inbred because you have all the mountains around you that you, you kind of have to 
go and enjoy it, you know. That sounds just absolutely incredible. I, I really, I, I say this to pretty much every single guest <laughs> I have to visit, but Norway, uh, Sweden and Finland, all three of those countries, I really have to visit. Yeah, that's um, great. But one thing that might put me off is the temperature. How cold is it? Uh, everyone asks me this. And yeah. People find it really funny when I get really cold in the UK. And they yeah. say, oh, but you should be used to this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think p- people have this idea that Norway is like the coldest place on earth. And they can be. Like, I think where I live, it can go down to minus 30 Celsius in the winter. But usually it's like between 10 and 20 maybe in, in December time. Okay. Um, yeah. But in the summer, it can get really warm. Like last summer, obviously, it was a very hot summer, like all over Europe. But it was up to 32 degrees up in the mountains even. So Really? It can get quite warm. It's, it's all right, you know. It's, yeah. That's incredible. Like to go from those two extremes yeah. in the space of a year, there's not many countries that can both no. <laughs> that, is there? It's definitely like a four seasons place. So you it need is, to okay. love all four seasons. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and in those winters, um, I, I'm not too sure how high up that your hometown is. Mm-hmm. Um, does, do you have those endless days and endless nights? We have, uh, you mean like with the midnight sun and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of like, if you imagine Norway, it's like this big ball and then this long, it looks like a bit like a golf uh, like a golf club yeah or yeah. a cherry maybe or a cherry yeah, yeah. so I'm kind of in the middle of the cherry I okay. guess <laughs> oh, right. okay I see I so see. it's not as far north as that we don't have any daylight mm. but during like December time you barely see the sun I remember when I went to school and I yeah. had to go to this other village I wouldn't see my hometown in, in sunlight until like between maybe late November and March really <laughs> yeah because it, it's maybe like four or five hours of sunlight four maybe when it's really dark but then in the summer it never gets dark which is great because yeah, you, yeah. you just feel like <laughs> it's like endless endless nights. summer is perfect yeah. um scandinavian people are quite often on charts ranked as like some of the ha- happiest people yeah. in the world <laughs> how do you stay so happy when you've just got like endless endless no hours idea. of darkness and I, coldness i have no idea to be honest i mean we we live a pretty comfortable life most people i would say but yeah i don't know i have no idea what you know what they look into different things i guess but like, am, am i be and sorry if i am is it too stereotypical saying something like that or is it genuinely quite true no, I think generally is quite true. You know, people are quite happy. And I think being around in such beautiful nature all the time helps, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know as well in the winter, there are a lot of people who struggle with the whole darkness thing. Mm. Um, so I know they add vitamin D to all the milk in Norway so that you get enough vitamin D. Ah, of course. Yeah. Don't think about something like that. Yeah, so it's things, it's small things. But, you know, I think as a people, though, I think we are quite happy and content and... Yeah. And what, what what kind of wildlife do you have on offer up in Norway as well? Uh, where I live, we have lots of moose. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so there's yeah. always, like, uh, car accidents with moose on the road. Oh, no. Um, so you have to really watch out for them, and yeah. especially, like, around twilight or dawn, uh, they come out to... Because in the winter, we put out salt on the road, so it's not as slippery, mm. and they, they come and eat it. So <laughs> you have to really watch out for moose and look into the forest and see if you can see them. They come and eat salt? Yeah. 
it's like good for them, you know, in the winter to kind of stay warm, I guess. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so we have that, and then we have lynx, if you know them, like the, the, the cat. The giant cat. Yeah. Oh, so actually, we, no, they're not, how big are they? They're not that big, actually, but um, like a small tiger, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, I wasn't, ex- I don't know why, I wasn't expecting that animal. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's like a mountain animal, so it's not all over oh, Norway, but you have that, and then obviously up north, north in Svalbard, which is also Norway technically, we have the polar bears. So you know, there's that, and then you have normal bears, and you have birds and foxes and just typical forest animals, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Something that you'd see on like Frozen Planet. Yeah. From David Attenborough. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, That's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, so what you kind of you've explained brilliantly like where your hometown and what that's like. Um, what's Oslo like as a capital city? Um, I I mean it's not a very big city to be honest, and I've heard from people coming to visit me who are not from Norway to be like, oh, is this it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a nice city. I am born in in Oslo, and I have family there, so I'm spend a lot of time there. Um, it's not very big. Uh, some of the people in Oslo can be a bit snobbish. They're known to be a bit, you know, with their nose up in the sky. Um, but others are also very lovely. It's kind of like a melting pot because everyone comes to Oslo at some point in their life. Like, like all capital cities yeah, then, really. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Oslo is a nice city. You know, you have the opera house where you can walk on the roof. Uh, you have the castle, royal palace, where you can go visit, I guess. Um, and you have all the sculpture parks, which they're known for uh, with the... Naked sculptures. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. If you're into that kind if of thing. If you're into of course. that kind of thing, you know, it's it's nice though. It's quite nice. Um, yeah, but it's not a very big city. There's not very many people who live there, like compared to the UK, I suppose. Is there is there much of a nightlife in Oslo? Um, yeah, I mean, there is. Obviously, there's a lot of students who live there. I have friends who live there now who study there. But um, some of the places are, like, you have to be a lot older to get in. So even, you know, um, here, you might have to be 18 to get in. But some places in Oslo, they've even reached the... or raised the age limit to, like, 25 because they only want, like, a certain group of people. Oh, you right, know what I mean? okay, yeah. So... I think it's been a hit of miss for the students there, uh, is what I gather. Oh, that would that would be really strange yeah. to 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 do that. If, I couldn't imagine what that would do to it's, UK's nightlife. It's it's strange. It's very different from UK nightlife. Mm. Oslo, that is. I mean, there is good nightlife there as well, but I think there's other cities probably who have better like student nightlife. If that makes sense. So, yeah. like, if if you compare it to London, is it like the kind of pace of life in mm. the two cities. I'm assuming London's a fair bit fast, more fast-paced. Yeah. Or, or is it... I um, know it's all relative to the country. Probably. I mean, I would say so. It's busier because mm. there's more people and yeah. more things happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, people in Norway or who live in Oslo, they have this nice thing of where they're in the city, but you have the ocean right in front of you, but you also have like the forest right behind you. So oh, it's wow. very easy to go out to nature, but you can also be by the coast and by the water. So there's quite a nice situation they're in. So I think they're a bit more laid back generally. Uh, it's quite a family city, actually. There's yeah. a lot of families who live there also with small kids. So you see everyone in the park and, you know, outdoors. Yeah. No, no wonder everyone's so happy in Scandinavia. <laughs> like, you're, pa- you're painting such a lovely image. There's got to be something bad about oh, it. Oh, for sure. T- tell me something bad about it then. Um, I mean, I think Norwegians are known to be quite reserved. 
Okay. So uh, we're not like the friendliest people. <laughs> I, I wouldn't <laughs> have guessed so far, Isabel. Don't worry. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But in general, I think we're quite reserved and a bit, you know, kind of keep to ourselves in mm. the beginning. Uh, if you go on a bus in Oslo, for example, like if if there's space in the bus and you sit next to someone, they will look at you like, get away from me. Like, yep. what are you doing? Yep. You're so weird. This That's actually strikingly similar to Britain as yeah. well. That's, yeah. That's the, I guess it's the similarity there, yeah. We get called uptight and reserved all the time. Yeah, us too, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, for two for two people from uptight and reserved nations, yeah. we seem to be doing all right having yeah, a conversation yeah. so far. Um, so, like, in, in general... Growing up, life was was it easy? Was it comfortable? Yeah, I would many say challenges. So. No, I think I had quite a good childhood growing up. You know, I grew up in a small town, so it's a bit different from the cities. I can speak for them, but um, for myself, it was really good. I'm an only child, so I just lived with my parents and then have my friends, and yeah, it was nice. It was very laid back. You know, spending a lot of your weekends skiing or going to ski school or hiking or whatever it was for the season and yeah it's very nice sounds very lucky <laughs> sounds very very lucky and um seeing as you're like so close to um a couple of other scandinavian countries do you have like a similar shared history do you, I, I know the language um with well i've heard anyway the language yeah. with sweden is fairly similar yeah same with danish as well but, yeah but then when you go to, next door to Finland. Oh, no, no. It's like completely <laughs> No different. idea what they're saying. <laughs> uh, so you just wouldn't have a clue? No. Right, I see. No clue. I think they're more similar to like Icelandic. I think they're kind of similar. Um, it might just be me being an outsider listening to them speak. But yeah. <laughs> Danish and Swedish though is very similar. Okay. And um, there's a lot of Danes and Swedes actually who come to my village to work in the winter, like season work. Um, so I work with them when I'm home working, you know, during Christmas break and stuff like that um and it's it's quite similar it's almost like a different dialect I would okay say. yeah like yeah. norway has a lot of different dialects just within our own country and it comes back from like the history of uh, when we were in union i think with denmark all the way back because we've been in union yeah. with both denmark and yeah. sweden um and uh, because of our uh, natural landscape and all the you know big mountains and deep fjords um people would have different dialects because they wouldn't communicate as mm. often and that's kind of stuck so if, uh, i think some dialects in norway for me are just as hard to understand as yeah. it would be or as easy i don't know as danish and swedish is is it almost like if you hear uh, if if i was to like have a conversation with someone with a really thick scottish glaswegian accent yeah. would it be like that yeah, difficult that it's got um I mean, my dad's Danish, so I kind of have the advantage of ha- ah, having it spoken at home. Right, I see. But I know there are some, obviously, that do struggle a bit more with it. Yeah. But I, I have the belief that any Swede, Dane or Norwegian, they can understand each other if they want to. It's not that hard. It's just like in your head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and do you all get, like, do, do the countries all get along pretty well as well? Pretty well. You know, during like... Um, what is it called? The Eurovision. Yeah. We all vote for each other. That's okay, kind of yeah, like that's nice. Um, but yeah, no, we do get along really well. But we also have like our own banter. So for example, yeah. Sweden's kind of like the laughing stock. Like <laughs> Denmark and Norway, we all have jokes about them. Why, why, why are Denmark and Norway so much cooler than Sweden then? I don't know. I think we just are. No, I'm not. I'm joking. Uh, Swedes are lovely, but we do have a lot of jokes about them. But they also have a lot of jokes about us. Yeah, so it's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> 
it's similar to like I guess the UK and Ireland, yeah, and the UK and France and the UK and Germany, exactly. Always taking the Mickey out of each yeah. other. We've always been like near each other and kind of competitive in different ways. So, yeah, you know. well, uh, yeah. What about like when you're playing sport against one another? I don't know how often that happens. Um, I mean, it does happen from time to time, and then obviously maybe like the win- Winter Olympics or something. I don't know. Oh, we're very competitive. Yeah, with that. yeah. I have a funny story actually. Oh, pl- go ahead. Uh, so one of our best cross country skiers, he's he's quite cheeky, and he's he's. He's a required taste, I'd say. Yeah. So and he's very, very competitive. Yeah. And the Swedes hate him. Like they properly hate him because he's yeah. like always mocks them. And this one Swedish guy who was like his main com- competition, I think it was during the Olympics or the World Cup or something like that. Um, he would like always be like second place. So then yeah. uh, one time the skier, he's called this Petter Nordrig, he sent a picture of his face, like a selfie. And he sent it to his his competitor, and he said, "Oh, here's a picture of my face, since you always see my back." <laughs> so it's that sort of thing. <laughs> so we're quite competitive when it comes to, especially the Winter Olympics. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! That's clever. Yeah. That's, very, that's very smart yeah. and good, honest bit of uh, bit of fun. That yeah, not that, too rude. The Swedes weren't too happy about it. I can't <laughs> imagine. I can't imagine they would be. Yeah. Um, so how does like kind of life compare to? living here in the UK uh, uh, do you enjoy it more do you find it easier what 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 do you what's your take on it from living, in, from living in the two countries I think you're like one of the first who's asked me that question after three years really? which is quite funny yeah really after all that time um you know I like both for different things I yeah. think I like that there's you know I feel like the UK is more international in the sense, and that's why one of the reasons why I came here to begin with. Like, I wanted international opportunities and yeah. to be able to speak in English and so on. Um, but at the same time, I do miss the nature at home. I think that's what I miss most. It's like the landscape, like the big mountains and the fjords. Um, but um, I don't know. It's, it's like it's different and the same at the same time. I yeah, I'm, 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 as much as, you know, I, I love my hometown because it's just your hometown. And yeah. you, you just naturally do. The landscape compared to what you've explained beforehand <laughs> doesn't quite compare by the sound I of I mean, things. there are a lot of pretty places in the UK, don't get me wrong. And oh, I probably yeah. haven't seen all of them yeah, either. Yeah, of course. But I, I miss, like, the outdoorsiness because yeah. I think, um, obviously, now I'm in Kent and then what I see other than that mostly is, you know, the south mostly, yeah. or, like, London. So it's yeah. just very, like, metropolitan, which I actually like because that's what I don't have at yeah. home. So yeah. it's, like, cool, and you're, like, oh, big city life. You yeah. Know? Um, but at the same time, I do miss, like, the outdoorsiness and uh, that people are always, like, you know, if you meet up with friends, pe- like, a normal hangout thing is, like, oh, let's go hiking. Um, oh, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. Instead of just, like, let's go for a beer down Weatherspoons. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, <laughs> let's go for a hike down a fjord or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think I know which one I prefer the sound of, to be honest, and I would never get sick of the your option. Um, so, like, if you... Do, do you feel like you're quite settled here now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I love I love England, and yeah. I think it's been a great three years, a lot of opportunity, and I, I plan to stay, at least for now. Uh, <laughs> I like going back to Norway, but it has to be said, I also like leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoy being around, like, people from different countries, and um, I love the British culture mostly. I, I hate Sunday roast, I have to say. I have to admit, wow. it's controversial opinion. Wow, <laughs> that's going to go down like a lead balloon to some people listening. <laughs> yeah. But um, in general, I think it's been amazing, and I met so many great people, and I think that's what makes a country, regardless of where you go. So. 
I'm not going to let you escape this one, Isabel. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with a Sunday roast? It's just so bland. <laughs> it's just so bland. Like, I've had different people who are good, like, cooks okay, make yeah. it for me. And it's just, like, so boring. And not once have you just been like, wow, that is just what I needed. No. I'm sorry. I haven't. It's, and I, um, I, and then I, I'm, there's some things that I just don't, I'm not a fan of, like, black pudding and like oh, Yorkshire I've, pudding and stuff. Oh, Yorkshire pudding's are the best. No, it's not though. I don't know. And then I feel like no. it's just very bland. There's, it doesn't the, taste like you're, you're <laughs> so, the the sad thing is you're actually right. <laughs> but you you know, <laughs> it's that is almost like talking bad about the queen or something, you know. Yeah, I've been told. <laughs> like take like not liking Yorkshire puddings or Sunday roasts, yeah. However, You'll never be a true Brit. Like clearly. proper English tea has grown on me because I used to hate black tea. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then I was at my boyfriend's house, and his it was the first time I met, met his family. Yeah. And his mum kept serving me tea. She was like, oh, would you want some tea? And then if you ask for tea in Norway, they usually ask, oh, what kind of tea do you want? Do you want green, pep- peppermint, chamomile, yeah. you know, whatever? Yeah. But she was just, uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to some tea. And then waiting for the question, what kind of tea do you want? Yeah. She just made tea, and it was black tea with you know, milk and whatever, like the classic <laughs> syrup. Yeah. And it was like a proper big mug. Um, but it was the first time I met them, so I was like, oh, this is you great, just... and I drank it, and I drank it, and then after she said, oh, do you want another one? I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure, and then I ended up having three big cups uh, of uh, of this, you know, proper English breakfast tea, yeah. I guess, um, and it's kind of grown on me after that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I had to have a bit of a harsh awakening. But... Yeah, there's some households where you go to, and it's like drink, it's their water, Yeah. basically, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> At least you've been converted on on the tea drinking exactly. front. Yeah, that's a good. That's I'm, a good start. I'm adjusting, you know. <laughs> good, good to good to you. You've taken three years to adjust, yeah. but it's good it's, progress. We're coming there. Um. So what? Okay, then. So what's kind of food like over in Norway? If in your hometown, especially, I'm assuming there must be something kind of unique about the food that people eat. I think the most like shocking thing that when I tell people in the UK what we eat at home, uh, where I live we eat reindeer on special occasions. And they're like, oh but it's Rudolph how can you eat them? Yeah. It's so good it's the best thing you'll eat. It's if, so it, amazing. If there are any children listening as well you know, <laughs> yeah. Rudolph not, was not her. It's not Rudolph. He's, he's okay, he's safe until December time when, he, yeah. when he's needed. But, but yes. it's 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 very good. So we have that sort of thing, but it's only on like special occasions. Uh, our national dish is called lapskaus, but honestly, I don't eat it very often. Mm. It's like grandma food, like my grandma okay. would make it. Yeah. Uh, but it's like potatoes and vegetables, like a kind of like a stew. But okay. it's nice, I guess, if yeah. it's cold weather and something. Yeah. I think it's back to like the history of the farmers and something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and then some places, like in West Norway, I believe it's West Norway, they have this special dish. And it's called smala hoa, and it's it's a sheep's head. They serve the sheep's head, and you can see it like it's just like a sheep's head that's been in the oven. And apparently, the best part I've been told I have never tried this is the eye. So they will have the eye, and then we have a drink called um, akivit. It's an alcohol. That's it's, not going to be like sheep's urine or something. No, no, no. Oh, it's good. just like an. It's a horrible alcohol, though. Right, I, I okay. despise it. It's so gross. <laughs> Some people really enjoy it, yeah. but it's very strong, and you have it as in a shot glass with like heavy meat meats, so like lamb or. Wow, you know, Christmas is... dinner or something, and they take this eye and they they shot it like with the act of it. And it's like just the whole, best thing. Yeah. A whole lie. They like eat it, yeah. It's gross, I know. There's 
I'm a bit ashamed right <laughs> I, I I've not been left speechless yet yeah from this it's, it's from grim. doing this pod, podcast but that is horrible <laughs> you'll have to google an image it's, it's more horrific when you see that it sounds person. the lamb I think I could eat the I could I could yeah. do that I can do the head of the lamb it would look yeah. a bit weird on the plate but I could eat it I think yeah yeah the eye that's like you know on I'm a celebrity get me out of here yeah <laughs> and they do like a bush tucker challenge yeah that sounds just like that that's kind of what it's like I think but, but that, I mean they love it so uh, each to their own each to their own they have yeah you know like this uh, like jelly fishy thing that they have for Christmas like uh, luckily my mom hates it so we never yeah. have it it's called um oh what is it called I don't remember now, but it's like a it's like old fish right. in like a jelly. Okay. And you eat it for Christmas, and it's like I have friends who eat it every year, and they're like, "It's the best thing ever." I'm I'm sure there's people listening that will say that sounds it's delicious, horrific. Oh, it's but horrific. that doesn't tick it the smells, box for me. Like in the whole house, yeah, it's really gross. But yeah. I've never had it. But it's gross. Is that quite a normal thing to be yeah. eating? Yeah, okay. but only for Christmas. It's uh, like okay, a Christmas right. thing. Yeah. What about reindeer? What does reindeer taste like? Amazing. It's yeah, very, I... very like, um, oh, what do you call it? Is it tough? Very tender. Tender. Very tender. Very tender. So it's like it melts on your tongue. Oh, that sounds... It's so good. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're cooking. It's similar to deer, I guess. Yeah. Slightly. But okay. it's more tender and more right. like red meat. That that sounds up my street. So if if so I do good. if I do ever visit, I'll make sure I try the reindeer and not the sheep's eye. Yeah, that's probably for the I best. I would advise that. <laughs> so like um, so Christmas time in uh, you touched upon Christmas beforehand. Mm. Christmas time must be like magical. Yeah, it's in, probably in winter kind of, wonderland. At least where I live. Yeah, yeah. It just it just, it must be what you'd dream of um of Christmas being like as a child. Yeah, I think so. For a lot of people, it's it's like weird for me if it's not snow for Christmas. That's so odd. Yeah, we usually have like two, three meters of snow. Two or three meters. Yeah, if if we're lucky, and you can have bad seasons as well. Yeah, but um, it's very nice. And then you have people who go dog sledding or like horse, you know, in the sleigh ride with the horses. Yeah, and you hear like the bells in the forest. Oh, that's it's, brilliant. It's very nice. Yeah. That sounds. Oh, this is. You're, this this is just such a positive, happy <laughs> um, uh, episode today. Do you want to hear about something properly weird, though? Yeah, go on then. Okay, we have a very weird tradition, and this is what most people find just like bizarre. Yeah. So for our final year of like high school or A levels, whatever you want to call it, um, we have this tradition. It's called the Rus. The the what? Sorry. Rus. Rus. Yes, you are a Rus. And then you wear, you have to wear it. So it's like a lot of rules to be a Rus. Okay. And it's to celebrate, you know, finishing school. Yeah. And you wear red pants. Yeah. Uh, either like overalls or like a kind of like you wear to go feed the cows. <laughs> I don't know why. As you do. It's just what it is. Yeah, just as you do. Um, and then you're in friend groups and then uh, people, they buy a bus. And people always look at me when I say this and they're huh? Like, no, people buy a bus, like a group of kids, they buy a bus <laughs> and then they renovate the whole bus yeah. to become like a party bus. Okay, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. and then it's awfully expensive, but, you know, it's, it is a thing. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, now it's kind of taken off, so it's a lot of criticism, you know, from parents and stuff, but it's just taken off completely. So they, they have logos, they make, like, professional logos, they have, like, a name for the group and they have like clothes with their name on it 
and they even make songs. So they like pay people to make music, like with with the music. So if you go on the like Spotify top fifty yeah. Norway in like May, is all of those like Rus songs, which wow. are all always very very inappropriate and very yeah. like a lot of sexual innuendo and yeah, sometimes not even innuendo. It's, it's just sometimes direct. it's just yeah, blatant. <laughs> um, so it's all about that sort of thing, and then. Yeah, and then they for a month they just we just go on these buses and we, we party and celebrate being done and always gets a lot of chaos and you know that sounds like great complaints fun. from the neighborhood and stuff but it's great and then you have these big festivals that they have like meetups I guess yeah. with the roofs from the whole country and they come together and then listen to music and yeah but it's it's weird because you know. At the end of it, you're stuck with this bus. Thing. But then you sell yeah, it yeah. to like the next kids. To be, yeah, for the next year's yeah. intake. Yeah. Again, like there's no way on earth that you're like putting me off of this country. <laughs> like, there's, 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 I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot it of does. Fun. It does sound a lot of fun, and it's great that you get to enjoy and experience that and call yourself Norwegian. It sounds like yeah. almost sounds like a privilege to it's, to be from it's Norway. Pretty all right, yeah. Um, like when you travel overseas, the, the are people always quite fascinated to hear that you're from Norway. Yeah, I think people get this picture from, you know, Frozen, the Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because it's kind of based off Norway, actually, so it's not too far-fetched. I but, see, I um, see. Yeah, mostly. Some people also don't know if if it, if they've kind of lived in a little bit of a, their own bubble. They mm. don't know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're a bit like, oh, where's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, generally people are quite like, oh, they must be very cold. Like, are there polar bears on the streets? Like, how is it? <laughs> But um, yeah. Do you ever like pretend like yeah? There's so. I did once. Yeah. I I lived in the U.S. for a year. Okay. And, oh, I uh, bet that was fun. Oh, great fun because it was like in rural Eastern Oregon. So there was a lot of people who had never even been outside of their town. Or, yeah. Or outside the state. Yeah. Uh, who didn't know that much about everything outside of America. Yeah. And uh, this one girl, she was very like. Um, gullible I guess you can say yeah and she was like oh you know what is it like da, da, da. and I was like, oh there's polar bears in the streets you know like we ride them to school um but it's quite dangerous you have to yeah. like watch out because yeah. they can get kind of aggressive and she's like oh wow that's that's crazy like is that a thing and I was like yeah it's like it's always winter it's never summer it's always winter so we all like always wear big fur coats you know she's like oh wow that's crazy <laughs> it's be so weird for you to see like sun <laughs> yeah oh that's brilliant yeah, oh that's absolutely that. fantastic it's so funny when you get someone who just like buys all of that <laughs> yeah. rubbish that you tell them I did them. clarify in the yeah, end yeah in but... the end after you put her out of her <laughs> yeah. misery in the end um so <laughs> oh, well done by the way well yeah, done thanks. very well done I was done. quite proud about that one um so if you like had to choose then tomorrow mm. whether or not to live um here in the UK or in Norway or I don't know maybe even America and elsewhere yeah where would you choose I don't know it's such a hard question I'm kind of like an opportunity chaser so wherever there's something exciting going on yeah I love traveling and seeing the world so at the moment, I'm kind of open to go whenever, wherever there's something cool happening. Yeah. Um, but I mean, home will always be home, of course. It, it exactly like you can go as far away as possible and and yeah. still feel like your yeah. heart belongs where you were born mm. or, or or where you grew up. Really, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. But if I mean, I'm gonna have to get one answer because everyone else has given me an answer. Norway or the UK? Oh, that's hard. I know. 
That's really <laughs> harsh of you. I mean, my boyfriend's English. Okay. So he's obviously here. Oh, but what about your family, Isabel? Oh, but they can travel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the moment, my answer would be the yeah. UK. Yeah. But that might change in the coming years. No, of course, of course. Um, so also, I wanted to try and touch on a little bit of the history yeah. of the country as well. Um, you're going to probably... I, I've studied history myself at university, but I'm not going to lie, Norwegian history didn't come very often. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, my, the extent of my knowledge of Norwegian history would be what, I don't know, like, did the Vikings come over from yeah. Norway? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. We had that, like, common history, I guess. Okay, right. Th- yeah. Then that's about that's about it. All right. Yeah. So you might have to fill me in with a little bit more. Like, what? Um, what's kind of the Norway's most famous piece of history, or like, what one of its most famous eras? Our most famous piece of history is our end- when we celebrate our Independence Day. Okay. So it's the seventeenth of May, and we're quite a patriotic people as well. So you know, it's a big thing, and you have the parades with, with the castle and the flags and everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's because on that day in eighteen fourteen, they signed our constitution. So as I mentioned earlier, we were in union with first Denmark. Mm. So like, there was no universities even in Norway. Like you had to go. If you were Norwegian and lucky enough to go to university, you had to go to Copenhagen oh, really? to go to university. This is way back. Um, and then, uh, so we were in union with Denmark, and then they, I think they sided with Napoleon during the war. Ooh, yeah. yeah, so then obviously they lost. So then yeah. They got like this deal. I'm not sure who it was or how it was, but Sweden basically got Norway as like a thank you or something. Uh, <laughs> so they kind of handed us over to the Swedes yeah. and there was like a little bit of a gap between the handover officially, I guess. Yeah. So all the big, you know, all the people in Norway who were proper Norwegians, they came together and they were like, this is our chance, like, we need to come together. And they yeah. met in this, like, place outside of Oslo in this, like, White House. Uh, I don't remember how many they were, so shame on me for that. That's but all right, no worries. They came together and then they made our constitution, which they signed on the um, 17th of May. And then when the Swedes came, and the king, Carl Johan, came, and he was a bit like, What's this like? What's going on here? <laughs> but then, then he kind yeah. of had to agree with it because yeah. he didn't want like a big fight with all yeah. the you know different people in Norway. So he agreed to it, which was you know great for us, not that good for him because yeah. with time that kind of gave us a lot more rights. And then he tried to take back some of the rights, and that didn't really work out for him. So in the end, we actually got our official independence, and we've been been independent ever since. Obviously, um, we were independent before yeah. Denmark again with the Vikings and everything. Yeah. But yeah. So what do you do to celebrate that? We have like a massive children's parade all over Norway, also in the UK actually, and all over the world. So wherever there's Norwegians living, they on the 17th oh, really? of May come together and they have like a big parade. That's cool. That's yeah. nice. So there's a big one in London, I know, because there's quite a big Norwegian community there. And were you there just a couple of months ago? No. Oh I no, you'd have been quite busy. Wouldn't yeah, you? Yes. it's in the middle of my exams. I wasn't, but you, you do that, and then you have champagne breakfast usually, mm. and you wear your national costume, and it's a big thing. So <laughs> I'm gonna have I'll, to have a look at a nas- national yeah, costume. Imagine if I were to explain it. Okay. I'd say like imagine like 
you know, like a commercial for like Swiss chocolate. And you have like a Swiss maid, like sit, like yeah. yodeling, you know, on the mountain. And yeah. it's like a little bit of a maid's costume. It looks a little bit like that. Okay. But it's a bit fancier, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and it's different for, from wherever you're from. Okay. So either you have the one from where you're from or like me, like I've inherited my mom's. So it's from where my mom's mom is, like my grandmother's from, actually. And then the dress that just shows like where you're from and it has all the, you know, rose embroideries and silvers and it's actually quite expensive so people like save up for it it's usually a big confirmation gift or something yeah. to like the kids when they're old enough and there are also ones for for men but they're not as common i think but in on the 17th of may or if there's a wedding or christening or something like the girls always almost always wear like the national costume so you have that and you come together and you sing the national anthem and you party and you just have a good time um, and what's the national anthem called in norwegian ja vi älskar it's oh. yes we love is what it's called oh okay i could i could have maybe worked out the ja yeah yeah because yeah. I, I, i've learned some german <laughs> so yeah yeah i probably would have worked out and <laughs> um and you, yeah you said you're quite a proud people and it sounds like you've got some really interesting traditions that you can't mm. hold on to so you know it, like um sometimes Sometimes national pride can go, you know, a little bit too far and verge into the yeah. being a little bit crazy. Yeah, for sure. But is it you feel like it's quite a healthy sense of national pride? In, Mostly, in I mean, we've definitely had times, and we had obviously a very tragic um, incident in twenty eleven. Oh, is with this with the terror attacks on the island? Yes. Um. Oh, what was his name? Anishbering um, Breivik. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So that I mean, obviously, it's not just that wasn't just about national pride. It was partially mm. of someone who was, you know, maniac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But believed that there could only be a certain type of Norwegian, um, which is you know a tragic day in our yeah. history, modern history. That is. And 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 actually, the kind of that idea of there only being one type of Norwegian, yeah, is is that you know kind of? Do you have? I, I know typically a Norwegian is you know kind of like a white person. Yeah. Like that's what you'd first think of if you thought of a Norwegian yeah, blue eyed blonde. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's that Scandinavian look. Yeah. But up in say the Arctic Circle, mm. do you have? Um, Kind of, I don't know what the correct word would be for... Like indigenous Indi people. Yeah. We do. We have the Sami people, if you know. Oh, I have heard of yeah, these. Yes, so they're not actually just Norwegian. They're also, like, in Finland and Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, like, um, travelling people, partially. So that's why they're, like, spread out. I did some research on this recently. I yeah. can't remember why. And I'm not going to no try idea. and like I'm not going to like try and bore people with like thinking out loud here. But they have like all the reindeers. Yeah. So they farm reindeers, uh, and they have you know, the co like very colourful like. Um, yes, I've I think I've seen. Dresses and, uh, yeah, like uh, costumes. Oh, I guess yeah, that'll do. Um, and um, they they have you know the lavos. I don't know what they're called. Like the little teepee okay, looking yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um and. Uh, basically make a living around reindeer farming and they have their own language and in Norway we have quite a dirty history actually with the Sami people like traditionally there was a time where all the Sami children they were forced to go to Norwegian school they weren't allowed to speak Sami they weren't allowed to learn it in school it's quite like a horrible like educational yeah, um, yeah. law that they made back then this has obviously changed but you saw a lot of discrimination during that time. So now they actually have their own, like, Sami parliament. So they get a say on, on things that affect them. 
Um, so that idea of there being one Norwegian type yeah. of Norwegian is already blown out of the water because you know you've got indigenous people, yeah. and you, then you've got your kind of Caucasian and now, white people. Obviously, Norway has become a lot more diverse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know we have had all the ref- the refugee crisis yeah. as well as like people who just migrated to Norway because yeah. we have free education and free healthcare and it's you know welfare system so yeah. it's attractive for a lot of people to come there. So now I think it's quite diverse, especially in the cities. But mm. you also go to places like where I live. There was a time where we had an as asylum. Is that what you call it? Asylum. Asylum. Yeah. yeah. Asylum. Uh, um, during like two, three years ago, four, four years ago, yeah. during the refugee crisis. And there were so many people from like all over the world who yeah. came to to Hemsedal, like small Hemsedal. And it was like so much snow and they had to learn to ski. And it's oh, like... wow. that, that would be like being dropped into like another yeah. planet, that wouldn't it? Yeah. For someone who's like an asylum seeker. A big change. <laughs> wow, imagine that. I can't even, I can't even begin to think what that must be like. Yeah. Um, I've ju- I have just remembered, I saw an article on BBC's app recently about the Sami people, about having, um, about having like, rights taken, taken away from them, or not having as many rights mm. as, you know, your white Norwegian might have, and having their, having their reindeer populations, like, I don't know, having to give away some of their reindeer populations, yeah. something like that. That might be right. I don't know too much about it, if yeah. I'm honest. That's all right. I'm, but, I, I clearly uh, don't either. I know that there's been, there's always been like some tensions yeah. around some of these issues. Like there will be in a lot of countries that have a indigenous population. So, so it's not all perfect then? No, of course there not. There we go. We pretend, but it's yeah. not all perfect. But mostly. Mostly. Yeah, it's most, most of the time it's yeah, all right. But, yeah. you know, at the same time, it's very, it's very like... People can be a bit like exclusive to yeah. themselves, like yeah. a little bit reserved, and uh, you know it's dark half <laughs> yeah. of the year, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, and you know, but generally speaking, I think we are doing a lot of things right, and yeah. we are generally a happy people. Yeah. Is is it um is it a fairly religious country at all? No, I, I <laughs> not was gonna, at all. I, I mean. Uh, we used to have a state church, yeah, and uh, like Lutheran church, which used to be our state church. But now most Norwegians they go to church once a year, and that's for Christmas. And yeah. that's we we I would say we're traditionally Christian, right? Okay, yeah, but we're not actually that yeah. religious. Mostly, there are obviously some parts of Norway where there are more religious people, and there are a lot of Christians, for example. But mostly, it's a very laid back. Thing. Like we take the parties, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we don't. It's, it's. I wouldn't say we're very religious people. It sounds fairly similar then to Britain yeah. in that sense. Yeah, I would say so actually. Um, and what about uh, what about music as well? Um, what is there like a typical uh, or traditional even Norwegian music? I mean, we have like folk music and stuff. Yeah. But I, I can't say I listen to that a lot. No. <laughs> um, it's not the coolest thing to have on at a party. Nah. <laughs> to be fair, this year for the Eurovision, yeah. we had a number where one of them was Sami, and he like did oh, the wow. yoik, which is like the I can't do it singing, <laughs> but it's I you'll, really you'll would no- like to you'll try. notice it. Yeah. It sounds a little bit like yodeling, but it's not quite the same. Are you sure you don't want to give the listeners? I'm pretty sure I don't want to give them. A <laughs> will, will, it, will it break the microphone if we do? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> and I also just don't think I'm gonna do it justice. <laughs> so we Fair have enough. that sort of thing, but yeah. um, I mean, yeah, 
We, I think Norwegians do listen to a lot of English music. Yeah. So if you go onto our Spotify, like yeah. it's quite like you know, and we have a lot of big musicians. So for example, Kaigo, if you know him, yeah, he's Norwegian, and um, yeah, some other people. But yeah, I'd say it's it's more. Oh, you know, I know another Norwegian group that you know of. Aha, you know, take oh, on me. Oh wow! Yeah, they're, no, they're Norwegian. Yeah, they're Norwegian as well. I did not know that. That's fast, and that's a great song. I know, right? I mean, it it it's probably a little bit annoying for some people, but it's I love that song. Yeah. I know one song you might have heard that is kind of traditional, classical Norwegian, and it's they play it as like dramatic music. Sometimes it's like the do 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 do. you know which one I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, that's Norwegian as well. Who is it? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so there's you know. See, so you, yeah. you've got pl- you've got some delightful exports in the music world as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do some all right ones. <laughs> and, and last, last of all, um, what about the kind of we t- touched on the kind of the skiing and the cross country yeah. skiing and hiking that you do? Um, is 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 football played quite, you know? Uh, it is a big thing, and that yeah. makes it more embarrassing because we're very shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're really horrible. And you like at a world world perspective, we're horrible. We're never in the World Cup ever. I do you know Martin Odegaard? Yes, and he he's, was, he's done all right for himself. And he was like supposed to be the next big thing. Yeah, but apart from that, we've had not... some big players. Mm. I think like there's one called Arisa. John Arisa. Yeah, and then you have obviously yeah. oh, this is. Um, John Arisa. Whilst you're thinking, the guy in, who was in Manchester. As a manager. Oh, oh, of course. Ole, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. That's it. Yeah, you're probably pronouncing it much. But <laughs> in, in, in so we have we yeah. have a few, but yeah. as a team, we're horrible. <laughs> I, I love the way um, you've pronounced that, and in comparison to how like, an English person would pronounce it. Can you just say it one more time? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Like that sounds so much proper because. <laughs> So much more proper because I would say Ollie Gunner Solskjaer. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's right. <laughs> it just sounds so much worse. A lot of like... Norwegian names have like weird things, and then we obviously have three extra letters in the alphabet that oh, makes it a yeah. bit odd. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I would try and learn the Norwegian yes. language, but it looks too complicated. <laughs> All languages apart from English look too complicated for English people. <laughs> we're, we're rubbish. Yeah, that's what they say. It's, it's doable. If you want to, yeah, but we just but don't to want be to. Fair, <laughs> to be fair, if I was to learn another language, I probably wouldn't choose Norwegian because there's like five million people of us. So and that's it. Oh, that's is, it. Is there like any like really weird populations like around the world where Norwegians live and they've got like a, a little community where they all speak Norwegian? Mm, I don't think they speak it like solemnly, like only Norwegian. Mm. But I know there are some like um, communities in the US. In the East ah, Coast, okay, because yeah. a lot of Norwegians they migrated to the US ah, during that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also why a lot of you know some celebrities even have like Norwegian heritage. Ah, okay, yeah. That that that's like if quite... you know like um, John Legend's wife, uh, Chrissy Teigen. Yes. Yeah, yes. she's partially like has Norwegian heritage because her last name's Norwegian. Yeah. So you have things like that, and there's I think it's like in you know some places in Missouri and Michigan and yeah. Uh, Ohio and around those states that's the Midwest I guess you have some Norwegian communities so it, it didn't quite kick off and pick up as much as the English language did no, then unfortunately no I mean they they know it 
and they are you know have now met many generations later but obviously um America first I guess <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole other podcast yeah. that is. um just the last couple of things then um if you could sum up Norway um and like if you could like sell it to someone in a sentence or a couple of sentences how would you sell it no, I work in the tourist office in the summer, so I feel like I need to do a good job now. Oh yeah, this um, should be this should be right up your street. I think it's like fairy tale nature, mm. deep fjords, tall mountains, snow on the top, like little glitter dust. Yeah, and uh, and the ocean, and it's beautiful, and we have something for everyone. If you love the ocean, you love the mountains, you love the fjords, or you just like chilling out, it's great. <laughs> it's the place to be. It's the place to be. It's it's very much like you see it in Frozen, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You've sold so, you've sold it to me. Yeah. You've sold it to me. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Very well. It, well it, it's not hard. It seems seems like such a lovely country. It doesn't seem hard to sell it to people. It kind yeah. of sells itself. I mean, if if you do love the outdoors and you love yeah. you love seeing beautiful things, I think it's it's quite an easy sell, to be honest. And obviously, which I forgot to say, and I feel like I need to put that in there, slide it in. Cool, then. We do have the Northern Lights, so oh, that's like a big course. sell. How obviously. could I have forgotten to to add that in? Yeah, yeah, so people, a lot of people come every year to see the Northern Lights, uh, which is amazing and beautiful, and just and, the experience in itself. And, and I've seen it where I live by luck. I've only seen it a few times because it's not as common like further okay. south. Yeah. But and both times have been in the, or two or three times has been in the car driving home. But it has to be very dark. But it's beautiful. It's oh, like I can only imagine. Like you see it on TV. It's like it's, a dance in the sky. It's great. That is like I think that's something that's on most people's bucket list. I, I should rightfully so. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I mean, come to Norway if you want to see them. <laughs> well, so if I do come to Norway, I'm going yeah. to need something to say, aren't I? Yeah. Now. I've asked every single guest for like a little quote or a little phrase yeah. uh, in their mother tongue. Yeah. What have you got for me then, Isabel? Okay, so this is a saying. It's very common. Like everyone knows it. The kids know it. It's like the first thing you learn. And it's utpatur. Utpatur. Aldresir. Aldresir. And it means out hiking, never angry. Oh, that's brilliant. So you know when the kids... Utpatur, aldresir. Yeah. So That's quite easy. That's one of the easier ones I've had so And when far. the kids get a bit like, ugh, ugh, I don't just want to go home and play my PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's fantastic, <laughs> that is. That, w- that would be enough to get me up and g- I'll get my yeah, hiking boots on. I'd whack the, the, I'd whack, whack the skis on and I'd be out there. And you know, like, the, we are quite reserved, but if you're out in nature and hiking, people always say hi. It's like a very weird thing. It's like a, its own, like, little rule book of what yeah. you do when you're outdoors and you have to say hi to everyone so you know you'll find that Norwegians are a lot more welcoming if they're outdoors and <laughs> skiing or hiking with their dogs or something well I, I for one cannot wait to experience that at some point <laughs> Isabel um, it's been absolutely brilliant talking with you I've really really enjoyed it uh, I hope you've enjoyed it too yeah absolutely thank Good. you for having me well thank you very much for coming on and um I'll be seeing you soon or I'll see you around then, Isabel. Yeah, for sure. Lovely. See you later. See you. Bye-bye. So, as I said beforehand, that was just a brilliant, positive, bubbly, happy, energetic conversation. And it's it almost felt contagious, this idea of being Norwegian. I, I really wished that I had some part of me that was Norwegian so I could just go and move over there tomorrow 
and and settle down and live in the country because it sounds like heaven on earth. I, I don't want to use too strong an adjective to, to describe it, but that's to me how it sounded. And I'm sure you've kind of got that image as well by listening to Isabel. Um, so if you could keep on listening to the podcast, I know it's, I had a big break, but uh, feels like we're back on track now and keep reviewing it, subscribing to it, rating it. Sharing it across social media would be absolutely brilliant. Um, just keep enjoying it. That's the most important thing. And I will see you next week for another episode of Nick's Meets Well. But until then, bye-bye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Khoda hafiz. Jagging. Auf Wiedersehen. Adios. Selamat tinggal. Adios. Ha, chifo.